funeral service in Washington. Becoming your own lobbyist on Capitol Hill. A funeral radio special. With Robert M. Fells, Executive Director and General Counsel to the ICCFA. Hello again. This is Bob Fells with the ICCFA, otherwise known as the International Cemetery, Cremation, and Funeral Association. I'm the Executive Director and General Counsel, and I want to thank you for joining me in today's uh, program. We're going to have some fun. Our theme, as you know, is funeral service in Washington. And that um, that can take us on a lot of interesting highways and byways of politics and uh, the federal government, the agencies that make regulations, Congress that makes our laws. Uh, today we're going to have some, some fun, but it's going to be, I think, helpful fun. And we're calling uh, this particular session Rating Your Members of Congress. Uh, I don't mean so much in terms of rating how good of a job they're doing or who, how poor of a job they're doing. As a matter of fact, uh, the national uh, polling data suggests that the overall approval rating for Congress as a whole, the House and the Senate, is all of a whopping uh, 9%. That's 9, N-I-N-E percent approval rating. Uh, so you're sort of wondering, wow, that's pretty low. I, I don't know if that's an all-time low, but I wouldn't be surprised if if, if it is. Uh, it's probably worth noting that uh, with a 9% approval rating, and it, it's been in the tank for many years. I think a few years ago I read that the congressional approval rating by the American public was about 18%, which at that time I think was considered an all-time low. So given those very low grades that the American people give Congress, uh, what do you suppose the re-election rate is for someone who's already a representative in the House or a senator in the U.S. Senate uh, when they run for re-election? And most of them do. Um, Today we're living in the age of career members of Congress. Once they get elected to Congress, they never leave. Uh, and you'll see in the review we're going to do in a, in a couple of minutes, uh, I'll mention the number of years they have been a member of Congress, and I think you'll be surprised at some of the uh, the numbers. At any rate, with a 9% approval rating, what do you think the average re-election rate is? Get ready to be surprised again. The average re-election rate of uh, members of Congress is... Uh, 97 to 98 percent uh, re-election rate. That is, if you're a member of Congress and you run for re-election, the odds are you have a 97 percent chance of being re-elected. I think they call it the power of the incumbency or something like that. Uh, so you can say, well, wait a minute, how is that possible? How can you have such a low approval rating and such a high re-election rating? Wouldn't you think that the people would want to, as they say, quote unquote, throw the bums out? Well, it looks like from the way they vote, not really. Now, is there an explanation? Uh, Well, I think people have their opinions and their theories. I'll tell you what mine is. And that is, um, I I call it the same as uh, people view lawyers. I'm I'm a lawyer, so I can can pick on lawyers. Uh, Many people say they don't like lawyers, you know, ambulance chasers and things like that. 
uh, which which you know some people may have sufficient you know cause for feeling that way, but uh, when they need a lawyer and they need to hire somebody, or you can say the same thing with doctors. Many people are very suspicious of doctors and the medical profession as a whole. But when they need a doctor and they hire someone, they usually have a great deal of confidence in them. So on the one hand, you can get people who say, oh, I don't trust lawyers. But my lawyer, oh, he's different. My lawyer's a good guy. He's honest. He's fair. He knows what he's doing. Same thing about doctors. I don't trust doctors. I don't trust doctors. But my doctor, oh, he's different. I think that translates to the members of Congress. Uh, people can easily say, oh, those members of Congress, they're a bunch of bums, you can't trust them, hence the 9% approval rate. But when it comes to electing your congressman or your senator, all of a sudden, well, my guy is different. My guy is okay, mainly because they've had a relationship with their member of Congress. They hear from them, they get emails, sometimes even still letters in the mail. Um, they, they know a little bit about their own congressman and more often than not, what they know about their own representative or their own two senators, uh, th they like. So they have a generally positive impression of their own guy, even though they are highly critical of, um, of everybody else in Congress. So out of uh, the 535 members of Congress, 100 in the Senate and 435 in the House, uh, the average American may say, I don't like most of them, I don't trust most of them, but my guy. My member of the House, my two senators, oh, they're okay. They're, they're good guys. That's why, or that's why I think I might suggest we have a 97% re-election rate, even with a 9% uh, approval rate. Okay, with this in mind, um, how can you rate your member of Congress? Uh, you know, to be fair, how good of a job are they really doing? Or more specifically, how well are they really representing you and your interests, the things that worry you about your business, about your family, and about yourself. Uh, what are these people doing to properly represent your interests, and how can you judge that? Well, I sort of pick on the, the news media here, maybe because they're so easy to pick on. You really can't go by what the news media says. And you can take your pick, whether you're talking about a, a more of a, of a liberal type or a conservative type, either newspapers or broadcast news. Um, for example, I've noticed, because I sort of do this for a living, you know, I've noticed that there are some members of Congress that are clearly on the liberal side of things, or left wing, as they said, quote, that the news media in describing the person will call them a, a moderate. I'm like, well, eh? yeah. Uh, isn't moderate sort of middle of the road, politically speaking? Um, and likewise, uh, I've heard some other members of Congress who are somewhat to the right of center or somewhat conservative. I will hear the news media describe them as an arch conservative or a far right wing conservative. And again, I'll say, well, you know, so it's on both sides of the aisle, uh, Democrat, Republican, uh, liberal conservative. I, I just don't trust the news media's representation of who these individuals are and more specifically how they vote on specific legislation. However, there is an easy and I may add fun way and free way that you and I can tell for ourselves 
what is going on with our members of Congress. There are two uh, organizations. uh, They're on the web. One is called the American Conservative Union. And as that name would suggest, it's a conservative or more right-wing based group. And they're sort of its mirror image, if you will, Americans for Democratic Action, or ADA. And that is a self-proclaimed liberal group. And uh, what's interesting is both these organizations, the ACU, the conservatives, and the ADA, the liberals, uh, they rate members of Congress. They rate them every year. They've been rating them for many years. And their ratings, and that in terms of how liberal each member of Congress is or how conservative each member of Congress is, the ratings are available for us free of charge. They're fascinating to look, even if you just limit to look up your own uh, representative in your own two Congress, uh, or rather two, two senators. Uh, they're fascinating uh, to look. So what I'm going to do here in our time is to go over, I've picked six very well-known members of Congress from the House and the Senate. And uh, I'm, try- I'm keeping this bipartisan. You know, um, Some you may have an opinion of. It may be a good one or maybe a bad one. Or some you may have no opinion of all. But the ACU and the ADA saves us the trouble because they have, with a certain amount, of, I think, of objectivity, decided uh, to rate them. The ACU obviously wants to know, well, how conservative are these members of Congress the ADA wants to know how liberal the members of Congress are. So they should be a mirror image. For example, if someone has a high conservative rating from the ACU, you would think, well, surely they will have then um, a very low rating from the ADA for a liberal rating. And that's generally how it turns out, where you see one group gives them a high rating for what they uh, feel is important, the other group will give them a correspondingly low rating. But it's kind of fun looking. And what's really fun is when you find a member of Congress that you have always understood is really to the left or really to the right, and you'll see them perhaps their conservative or liberal ratings don't quite bear that out. And from a factual or documentary point of view, that's not quite how uh, this thing works out. Both organizations, the ACU and the ADA, base their uh, judgments on specific legislation and how each member of Congress votes. And depending on how each organization views the legislation, is it pro-conservative or pro-liberal type of thing, they then uh, mark each member of Congress on a percentage of how well they voted. So without further ado, let's turn to uh, a few people and just see if their voting records uh, really uh, bear out what their reputations may be. The first one um, I'm looking at is Senator John McCain. He ran for president. He's a Republican from Arizona. Now, uh, Senator McCain has been in Congress for 32 years, and I have to say that's not all that unusual. That's a long time. Um, he's known mainly as a conservative uh, politician, and indeed here the voting records would bear them out. You can either look at a lifetime voting average from these two groups, or you can look at a year by year. So what I've done is I've looked at only the last full year, which is 2014, and just looked as a snapshot how <clears throat> how they come in those years. So for Senator McCain, the American Conservative Union gave him a 91% conservative rating, which is pretty darn high. Um, So you'd say, well, 
then won't the, 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 the liberal group, the ADA, American for Democratic Action, won't they give McCain a correspondingly low if, in fact, these things are going to jive? And you're right. Uh, the ADA gives McCain a 5% liberal rating, and again, ACU gave him a 91% uh, conservative. It doesn't quite, there's obviously some gap there, uh, but it's close enough to show that Senator McCain uh, deserves the reputation of being a conservative politician. Okay, let's let's look to Barbara Boxer, who's a very well-known, a long-time uh, senator from the state of California. Uh, like McCain, uh, Senator Boxer has been in Congress for 32 years. They're both 32 years. Uh, she is considered by reputation uh, a, a liberal to the left type of politician. And indeed, the ratings bear that out. The Americans for Democratic Action, the liberal group, gives Senator Boxer an 85% liberal rating. Pretty high. And the ACU, the American Conservative Union, gives her only a 4% conservative rating. So that, again, it tends, it's not exact, um, but it does certainly tend to suggest where you have a high liberal rating, you should have a low conservative rating, and this is also uh, the case here. Another very well-known member of Congress from California, of course, is Nancy Pelosi, who for a number of years was the majority uh, leader. Um, in in the House, and today she is the, the minority leader uh, in the House of Representatives. Uh, Congresswoman Pelosi has been in the House for 28 years, so she's quite a veteran herself. Uh, the conservatives, again, she's known as liberal, the conservatives give her a 4% rating, which isn't surprising, but the Americans for Democratic Action, the liberal group, gives her only an 80% rating. Now that, I should again mention, is for the year 2014. Those ratings do go up and down because they're, ba both, they're based pardon me, on legislation that was voted on during that time. So for whatever reason, um, the ADA uh, gave her only an 80% rating for 2014, considering that she's known as uh, quite a... Uh, a well-known uh, liberal on that. So that's a little surprising, but it certainly bears out the fact that, generally speaking, uh, Congresswoman Pelosi is, is on the liberal side of things. Okay, let's go to New York. Let's look at Senator Chuck Schumer. Senator Schumer has been a member of Congress for 34 years, and um, he is known as being liberal, to say the least, and his conservative rating would seem to bear that out. The American Conservative Union gives Senator Schumer a rating of zero. <laughs> zero. That's it. But the Americans for Democratic Action give Senator Schumer a 90%. So apparently they feel that he hasn't uh, always voted on the liberal side of certain bills and legislation coming up for a vote. Because, again, you'd think a zero on the conservative side should be a hundred on the uh, liberal side. But, again, this is not um, an exact science. It's more of an art and an art of perception. So uh, let's look at, let's go to the House and look at uh, certainly one of our favorite uh, members of Congress, Congressman Joe Barton. He's a Republican from Texas. He has helped out the ICCFA on a number of occasions with legislation that we had some serious concerns about. He was very open and uh, 
very uh, understanding of our concerns and very helpful. Um, Congressman Barton's conservative rating is 92% for uh, the year 2014. By the way, uh, he has been a member of Congress for 30 years, 30 years. So he's up there too. So he has a 92% conservative rating, but his liberal rating from the ADA is a mere 5%. That makes sense. That certainly is a rough correspondence. All right. Let's look at another um, member of the House from New York. Uh, he's a Democratic congressman, uh, Charles Rangel, somewhat of a controversial uh, congressman, if you watch the news. Um, he is also considered a more of a liberal member of Congress. And again, the ratings here seem to seem to work that out. There's a um, the ADA has given uh, Congressman uh, Rangel a seventy percent rating, which is not as high as I would have guessed. If I would have had to guess from what I know of Senator Rangel through the years, I would have thought it would have been more like ninety or 90% or even 95%. But again, this is only for 2014. So it could be that for that year, and we, we can check this out. We can go back and say, well, what was his rating for 2013 or before that? What What is his lifetime overall rating? Um, I did happen to look, by the way, I was curious what Congressman Rangel's lifetime um, conservative rating was. Now, the conservative rating for... Uh, 2014 is 11%, which, remember, the the liberal rating is 70% for Congressman Rangel. So uh, I would have thought that would be higher, and I would have thought the 11% for the conservatives might have been lower. Uh, I did check Congressman Rangel's lifetime conservative rating is 4%, and that's probably a little more in line what the perception uh, is of uh, his voting record and and his views. Interesting looking through these various uh, lineups, there are some states where the entire congressional delegation um, from the House and the Senate is all from one party. For example, uh, three states, uh, all their representatives and their two senators are from the Republican Party, Kansas, Nebraska, and Oklahoma. There are some others, but I just, I just grabbed those. Kansas, Nebraska, and Oklahoma. Their congressional delegation is all Republican. On the other hand, there's some states where the congressional delegation are all Democrats. Uh, the, Connecticut is one state. There's seven in the whole House and Senate congressional delegation. Massachusetts is all Democrat, and they have a, a whopping 11 now, that's lower than states like New York and um, California and uh, uh, Florida, or Texas for that matter. But still, that, that's a lot to have everyone just from one party. So that's kind of interesting. You can do this for yourself. If you want to find out about how your own representative in Congress and your own two senators, uh, whatever perception you have about the politics and how they break down, uh, you may want to view these two websites. As I say, it's it's more fun than anything else. For the conservative vote, you'll want to go to conservative.org. I think that's www for World Wide Web, dot conservative.org, O-R-G, indicating they're a nonprofit group. For the, the, the liberal side, you want to go to AD Action short for, I guess, Americans for Democratic Action, adaction.org, O-R-G. So conservative.org and adaction.org.
org. These are all lowercase, but I don't think it, it matters uh, one way or another. Anyway, that's another way of, of getting engaged in the political process and not in a dull or boring way, uh, not in a way that you feel is going to cost you money before you even know what's going on. Uh, but this is one of many, many resources that are out there that are available to the public that gives you good, reliable information. Um, I want to say that's not biased, but in the sense that when you go to the conservative union, you know they're checking on conservative ratings. That's fair game. And when you go to the ADA site, the American for Democratic Action, you know they're checking out the liberal side. So you know that, and so that's fair game too. So this can sometimes give you a much different impression of the actual voting record, because let's face it, um, politicians, they say a lot of things, they make a lot of speeches, they answer a lot of questions, but what really matters, obviously, is when it comes time to vote. How do they vote? And um, then there are, by the way, specific pieces of legislation where these ratings are based on. So if you're curious about a particular law, the health care law or anything else, or any of the, the immigration laws or tax laws or anything that has ever come up, um, you'll probably be very interested to look up <clears throat> on either of these groups, conservative.org or uh, adaaction.org, just how these individual members of Congress uh, voted. I think that'll do it for this program. I hope you found it interesting and even enjoyable. I have. Uh, and I hope when you have a chance, you'll visit the ICCFA website, which is iccfa.com. I think you'll find a treasure trove, as I say, of information uh, on there. Um, a lot of useful information, news you can use in your business and in your work. And you may even want to consider a membership uh, if you're not a member, if you are a member, check out how many benefits there are, because I'll be willing to bet you're not taking advantage of anywhere near all the membership benefits you get for being a member of the ICCFA. So thank you very much for listening, and until next time, I'll say goodbye.